Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Presented by Tequila Embajador. I think it was last year, um, maybe around this time last year, and um, somebody up in the Bay Area um, wrote a, you know, wrote an article about uh, cash and the Raiders and don't know if they're going to be able to pull things off. It's always been cash, cash with the Raiders. And an executive from another NFL team uh, texted me the article and said, what they don't understand is that that building that they're playing in now is going to make them top five in the league in revenue by next year. That is what Allegiant Stadium and moving to Las Vegas, nothing against the Bay Area or anywhere else that the Raiders have played over the years, but solidifying their future, uh, being able to um, build and open a, a, a stadium that's virtually a cash register um, for them now and is able to, to uh, produce revenue at a rate that they never were able to, to produce in, in their previous stops. Same thing's happened with the Rams, by the way, even with their billionaire owner, but that's what's going on in Los Angeles. It changes their world, and, and you know uh, what the NFL executive who texted me that, that article last year said was, they, that's what the Bay Area never understood. Um, and also what they didn't understand, I don't think, was Mark Davis's pledge and promise and insistence that whatever money changed in terms of what the wealth of this team was going to look like, what the worth of this team was going to look like when you put it on paper, the billions, five billion, whatever it was going to be. And he, he told me this as early as 2015. I remember the day that he told me and where we were on a practice field in Oxnard, California. The Raiders came out to Oxnard where they had previously done their training camps to practice against the Dallas Cowboys. And we were talking, Mark Davis and I had a conversation about, you know, them potentially moving to Los Angeles and what that would do for the the worth of the team, you know. And he's like, you could call me crazy. You could call me a liar. You could call me whatever you want to call me. It doesn't matter to me what it changes as far as the actual worth of the team. All I want to do is win Super Bowls. All I want to do is be on an even playing field financially with all my other competitors in the NFL who are playing in these nice new stadiums that generate a bunch of money for them. I want to be able to compete with those guys. And at that point, the Raiders were like 31st, 32nd sometimes in terms of revenue playing in Oakland. They just didn't have all the revenue streams that stadium uh, that other new stadiums had. And that was a difference maker. And now if you fast forward, and I'm remembering that article that that NFL executive sent me who said the Raiders are going to be top five in revenue soon because of that stadium. That's what people don't get and understand. And also the conversation with Mark Davis talking about how doesn't matter to me how it changes my world financially. It's what I can put into this team to help this team, this organization, and this fan base experience and enjoy Super Bowls. Mark Davis is a man of his word. And the NFL executive knew exactly what he was talking about. And I would just urge Raider fans to understand it's a little bit of a different world now. This is what the world that the Raiders can operate in. Because of this move, because of what they're doing in Las Vegas, uh, because of what Mark Davis wants to do with his organization. And honestly, when it gets to the creative part of it and um, pulling these type of things off, 
you got to give Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly, uh, uh, Dan Ventrelli, uh, the, the Raiders president, a lot of credit for being able to put all these type of things together because they're complicated. They're not easy. And it takes capable people to pull stuff like uh, like this off. And I give a lot of credit to everybody that's over there at the building in uh, Henderson right now. I'm sure they're celebrating, as they should, along with uh, their great fans, Raider Nation. Uh, we are going to go out to talk to some of those fans uh, out on the Raider Nation listener line. Raider Rod is on the line. How you doing, Raider Rod? Hey, how's it going, Vinny? Uh, you got me all fired up over here just before the news broke with your... Patriots way talk. Let's let let me declare. I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> three sixteen twenty two. The start of the Raiders way, because hey, the Pats didn't do anything like this. I don't see them making these kind of moves. And to echo your thoughts about about financial, um, you know, reasons on what the Raiders could do in the past and what they could do now. What, the, what most fans don't understand, and I'll get this out real quick, is, is that when you sign someone like a Devontae Adams, like a Chandler Jones, you have to have that money liquid, and it needs to go into escrow that day. And fans just don't understand that. The Raiders didn't have that capability for decades, but we do now. Brother, we do now. And let me just say, man, 17. Can I just say black 17? Can we go to the roulette table and hit black 17? Man, I love this organization. I called JT earlier and I said, to sum up the week, I would say, real G's move in silence. Well, guess what? Those gangsters, they moved in silence. And we are the team to beat. This one is for my sister. There you go. And I got to give those guys a lot of credit to do this in stealth. Even the Chandler Jones thing was was done in stealth. Nobody had Chandler Jones coming to the Raiders. Uh, nobody even really thought of, along those terms. And yet the Raiders did, and Chandler Jones did, and he explained why uh, earlier today. But to be able to pull that off kind of uh, underneath the surface the way they did, for me as a reporter, you know, it, it, it could be frustrating at times, but... Um, even as a reporter, I can look at it and be impressed because to be able to do that in the manner that they did it where nobody saw it, nobody thought it, nobody was anticipating it, um, and just to be able to to do it and pull it off the way they pulled it off, um, really, really impressive. It kind of reminds me of how Jerry West used to do his operate his business, and that's not bad company uh, to have. I know Warrior fans understand that. Obviously, Laker fans understand that. To be able to just do it behind the scenes, not all the fanfare, not letting anything leak, that's how stuff uh, gets uh, destroyed, um, and be able to just get it to the finish line before anyone even knows that it's coming is impressive, impressive stuff. Dark Side Don is on the line. How you doing, Dark Side Don? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with myself. Vinny, I, I might, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm in shock. Like I didn't expect this. Um, I didn't, I was taking, I was taking everybody word that once he got, once, once, once they signed Aaron Rodgers, we wasn't finna get this guy. I was thinking about, you know, the quote unquote Patriots way, a two tight ends slot guy. Um, I, I Everybody in Raider Nation, March 17th was a day that, that, that it changed two years ago for us. Everybody was on lockdown. 
March 17th of 2022 is a day that everything changes for Raider Nation. <laughs> Absolutely. Enjoy the moment. Uh, thanks for the call, Dark Side Don. And I'll say this, too. You know, when the news came earlier today that Allen Robinson signed uh, with the Rams, and I saw the details there. I was like, wow, the Raiders could have paid that, you know. And now, in retrospect, I'm like, they, they could have, and there's probably a good chance that he wanted to come here, but they had bigger fish to fry. Nothing against Allen Robinson, but Devontae Adams is on a whole other level. So when that, now that I think about it, at first I was surprised, like the Rams, it's crowded over there in that wide receiver room. I was even thinking, hmm, I wonder if the Raiders would pick up the phone, maybe go to try trade for a Robert Woods, or I know he's coming off an injury, but a, a good quality receiver. Or maybe they they start looking at Odell Beckham uh, Jr. Maybe that was the direction that they were going to go in. No, no, none of that. We're close to dealing for Davante Adams. Why would we want to, you know, uh, spend the money on Allen Robinson? We got bigger fish to fry. We got a big plan here, a blueprint that we're executing, and I got to give the Raiders a lot, a lot of credit. Uh, Monday, it looked like listening to fans and seeing people on on social media talk about it. You know, the Raiders had taken eight steps back, and there was a lot of worry. There's Elliot on Twitter. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not going to uh, completely, um, you know, uh, expose you, but you know who I'm talking about, and all good. You know that uh, it's it's all good. But Elliot was like, "I gotta say, Dave Ziegler is off to a bad start." I'm like, "It's." I I, I retweeted him. I go, Elliot, come on, dude. It's not the free agency hasn't even started yet, technically. And so uh, I'm I'm curious to see what Elliot has to say on on Twitter because a couple of days ago uh, he was ready to to cash it all in and uh, and already fired Dave Ziegler before he was even able to. Uh, to get to work, and boy, has Dave Ziegler and jo- Josh McDaniels uh, and and Champ Kelly and Mark Davis and and Dan Ventrelli, boy, have they gotten to work uh, over this last week? It's been pretty impressive stuff. Passionate Raider is on the line. Passionate Raider, how are you, my friend? What the heck? What happened? Are you all right there, Passionate? Vinny. I'm over here, man. I just walked into the place where my mom was just at. And as soon as I walked in there, my phone starts dinging like crazy. Yeah, Ellen in Vegas texting, Gangster Raider texting. I was looking and I was starting to read and I'm like, Mom? Man, my mom and dad, they kind of like the Packers once in a while. My dad likes Rogers. And I said, we just got Adams. And my mom just looked at me and she goes, you said it never happened. I said, yeah, it did, Mom. I'm over here not believing what's happening because um, I've never seen a Raiders make moves like this in my whole entire career of being a Raider fan. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, sorry, passionate Raider, you were you were cutting out there a little bit. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, call back. We'll talk to you t- tomorrow for sure. Um, yeah, these are moves that I'm sure you know Raider Nation aren't quite used to. Uh, looking at the full details of the trade right now, the Packers get uh, the Raiders' 2022 first round pick and their 2022 second round pick. And here's what I'll say about that. And taking a page out of my good friend Les Sneed's uh, uh, playbook uh, out there in Los Angeles, the Rams general manager, picks are important. But you're not going to get Devontae Adams with that first pick. And, and you know, let's just throw Chandler Jones. You're not getting Chandler Jones with that second pick. So all good. The Raiders just got the best wide receiver. All right, Devon, help me out. Best wide receiver in the game or among the best wide receivers in the game? Where are we at with uh, with, with Devontae? 
I think that he's at least top three. I feel like for some people who, if they don't believe that, oh, maybe if you like a bigger receiver, or if you want to say like, oh, I want like a DeAndre Hopkins or somebody who's like that six three, six four mode. So, but production wise, he's at least top three. Yeah, definitely. But I'm saying some people want those different things in their receivers. You right. know where. Oh, maybe he's not the fastest, but like definitely the best route runner. Right. But you know, there's semantics to be played there because if someone, anyone wants to argue, this person is the number one at that position. So it's like a preference, exactly. And a, you yeah. know, yeah. But top three at least. Right. So uh, and and so trading your first and second, that's more than reasonable, and it's 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 a deep enough draft in terms of. You know, the offensive line, I think they'll be able to uh, still get some help there. There's still a bunch of good offensive linemen that are out there that are available who I'm sure now are looking at the Raiders. If they weren't looking fondly uh, and yearningly at the Raiders before the last couple of days, I'm sure they're looking at them going, "Uh, yeah, I want to be a part of that right now uh, because there's something special brewing and cooking right now uh, in Las Vegas without, without question. Raider Reggie is on the line. How you doing, Raider Reggie? Man, for you to be on the air when this goes down and for me to actually get through to you today, because I've been on, I've not been able to get through, but this is the day, man. And Vinny, you, I, I think I texted a couple or tweeted it a couple of days ago. I said, thank you, Raider Nation, including Raider Nation Radio for keeping me sane through this year. And you kept me sane. So did Q, so did DeMond, even though I wasn't able to get through. Y'all kept me from going fanatic crazy. But for them to pull this off, not only pull it off, but to pull it off the way they did in silence, and to it's just totally against what we've been seeing for 20 years with the Raiders. And as, uh, as a true Raider fan, I, I'm speechless, really. I'm just talking to you because I'm so excited. But if somebody come out with some negativity about how this went down, can you hold their head up high so I can do a spinning wheel kick? <laughs> Go Raiders! Yeah, it's going to be I, – I have a feeling uh, Rockstar Bar and Grill on the on the day before uh, Raider home games, Damon, you think it's going to be a little bit uh, happening this year? Oh, man, that first game of the season is going to be electric. Right. Like, people are going, oh, man, like – the celebrations, the parties that are going to be happening, exactly. Like that, that for, the night before that first home game, yes, that might be the bigger party than the actual game. You know, how people are like, ah, man, we had so <laughs> much fun before, yeah. because yes. it's always saying like, you know, everybody's excited, everybody's in first place before the actual game gets kicked off, right? Right, absolutely, and just the anxiousness and uh, excitement to to watch this team, and and I'll say this too. Josh McDaniels, and remember, I was talking about this when when his name popped up in a, in a serious way uh, with the Raiders, and I did some due diligence on my own, uh, you know, checking in with NFL people uh, about their thoughts about his fit here, which was universally uh, met with perfect. <laughs> Couldn't even get like if you were to sum up a word to to say how NFL people were expressing their thoughts. And trust me, when I would bring up Harbaugh. Eh, it wasn't always like that, but uh, with 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 Josh McDaniels, it was he he would be a perfect fit. And how many times did I say getting texts from people in the NFL? There's nobody that can. He's one of the few 
game-changer offensive thinkers in the NFL. These are his peers, people that are trying to beat him and compete with him, and especially the competitive part. They understand that because trying to defend him and all those type of things and what he's doing offensively is a challenge. So you put this talent now that the Raiders have with the quality of coach in terms of Josh McDaniels on that offensive side of the football – it's going to be really interesting to see how many points these guys can score. And then conversely, defensively, and they're not done defensively, uh, the pressure that they're going to be able to put on the quarterback. We were talking about this the other day, DeMond. If you can get, if your offense can give that defense leads now and force teams to have to play catch up and get one dimensional in doing so, that just allows. Uh, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby to just pin their ears back and do what they were put on the planet to do. Rush the passer is like you said, because I think when we were having that conversation, it was Khalil Mack and how when you're playing with the Chicago Bears, when you're playing with teams that are bad offensively and you're just trying to, maybe if we can keep them to 17, but you know, it's it's hard to keep rushing the passer. Hey, it's 3 to 10. Now it's 3 to 17. Now it's 3 and 24. It's frustrating. Exactly. But when you're having that team that is going to be maybe setting the tone, giving you a big lead to play a game, that's definitely going to change the outlook for those pass rushers. Yeah, this is a pretty exciting day for uh, Raider Nation. I'm feeling it for you guys. Uh, happy for you guys. South Bay Raider is on the line. How you doing, South Bay Raider? I'm doing good, Vinny. Hey, I want to say I love the show. I just discovered it, uh, you know, about a month ago now, and uh, I love it, man. It's a great show. Awesome, man. Um, Appreciate it. Well, we're, it's a great station. A, we start at 7 a.m. in the morning. I don't know. You're in uh, South Bay. So 7 o'clock in the morning with the morning tailgate. You got JT the Brick from 12 to 2. Uh, you got Q Myers uh, from 2 to 4 on Unnecessary Roughness. I close it out 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, on, on In the Huddle. So uh, lock it in, um, you know, whether you're listening on the computer or for those of you in Las Vegas, 9.20 a.m., obviously on your dial. Lock it in from 7 to you know when uh, because we got you covered with Raider News. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely going to have to check those out. I had two questions, uh, one about free agency and one about uh, your personal experiences in some of these other stadiums. So, uh, one, me and my family are trying to go see a road game, and we're down to Tennessee or New Orleans. Uh, what's your preference there? And then for free agency, uh, you know, I want to see, you know, these big names out there on the defensive line like Fletcher Cox, Ionitis. Um, you know, I know there's a couple other names out there. Do you see the Raiders going more with the older veteran signings or going after younger players? um, Both, no doubt. But right now, when you think about it, I mean, this is the time where – you, you know, you bring in a guy for one more year or, you know, a, a year or two guys at that stage of their career because you're in win now mode. Uh, that's why, you know, fans, uh, even some colleagues that were like, th- they have no chance. They needed to uh, strip it all down and, you know, uh, and rebuild. I'm like, you never want to do that. Why? You're just perpetually putting yourself in that position uh, if you keep thinking along those lines and seeing yourself in that sort of a way. And the Raiders, I kept saying this, weren't looking at themselves in that way. It was, a couple of moves from taking this thing to the next level. And as it turns out, those two moves, the the big two couple of moves, Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, those are game-changing players that change the entire complexion of your team. This was a playoff team last year, a playoff team last year that won 10 games and took the eventual AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals to the brink on the road. I was there. 
a play away from pushing that thing to overtime. Who knows what would happen? That's the team that was last year. Remember the one that was struggling without Henry Ruggs? Darren Waller was hurt. Uh, they got they pieced it together uh, defensively to help them kind of um, you know stay in games down the stretch. Um, they they stood toe to toe with the Los Angeles Chargers in an epic ball game over at Allegiant Stadium. Shout out to the Allegiant Stadium fans. They did their part that night. Now look at this team where it is now compared to where it was then. You added Devontae Adams, you add Chandler Jones, you add a good young quarterback um, in in uh, in Rakia Singh, uh, some good role players that understand this offense, and Jacob Johnson um, and uh, and Brandon Bolden. You know, you, you you've you've added a, a nice defensive tackle who's kind of on the upswing a little bit. Um, so you think about where this team is now compared to then, this is the perfect time now, I think, to start adding a veteran here, a veteran there, and then just draft and develop and keep that thing uh, moving in the right direction. By the way, I got a tweet, a text um, from somebody that was like, you know, by the way, a move like this doesn't happen without a guy by the name of number four being the quarterback and being in place. Uh, strongly feel like a extension for for Mr. Carr is going to be coming because Devontae Adams doesn't come here without a quarterback in place. So I would imagine that pretty soon, fairly soon, at some point, uh, you're going to see the extension for uh, a guy by the name of Derek Carr so that this thing stays in place uh, for quite some time in the foreseeable future. Back out to the Raider Nation later, uh, listener line, uh, ABA. ABA Ivan Davis. ABA Ivan Davis. What's you, what's up, my brother? Man, remember the Kool Aid commercial? He had the big old Kool Aid smile and went from ear to ear. That's me right there. Oh yeah. Man, the big signing that was. Like you said, that's, that's a game changer right there. That changes that changes everything offensively for Derek Carr. Team thinking, okay, we just load up and take away Devontae Adams. Man, Waller and Ripper are going to absolutely eat these guys as much. I don't care what defense they got out there. It's not going to make a difference. It's going to be an offense that you typically won't be able to stop. But that took the priority on the offensive line. Okay, that's got to get fixed. I, I, took, I took all kind of pressure on them, saying if you guys can block, you go to the Super Bowl. Real simple. Yeah, I mean the, the the Super Bowl is a uh, a tough nut to crack. Um, it takes a lot of luck. It takes there's a lot of uh, factors that play into that. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say it's a Super Bowl or bust season. However, it's a very viable aspiration for the Raiders right now. Without question, you can talk about the Raiders right now. What are we March 17th? You could talk about the Raiders right now in terms of potential Super Bowl. Uh, competing team. Period. Exclamation point. Whether that happens, go ask the 49ers who safety who dropped that uh, interception that would have taken the 49ers to the Super Bowl rather than the Rams. It's hard to get there. It takes so much good fortune. But just the fact that right now the Raiders are in that discussion, legitimately so, not on a hope and a prayer, but legitimately so, uh, is, is just... Um, a huge difference from where we were just a couple of days ago. They were a playoff team a couple of days ago. They're a Super Bowl contender today. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur. Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a huge, huge Thursday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. 
Always, always, always great to talk uh, to our next uh, caller, uh, and that's Just Win Wendy. Who, uh, Just Win? I am really happy for you today. You know, you know me. I'm a I'm, I'm a reporter. I cover the team. Uh, I gotta you know play it right down the middle, which I do. Um, I'm not a fan of the Raiders. Uh, but I am a fan of Raider Nation, uh, and I know what you guys, you know, have have been going through. I'm really happy for you today, just when Wendy. I just wanted to let you know that. Oh, thank you. Well, I am just so excited. I've been screaming. Um, you know what happened is that I turned the phone off. Oh my God, you never turn the phone off on free agency, right? But um, I got back to the car at five o'clock, and I'm like, the first thing that I got two things to talk to you about real quick, but. Um, the first thing that came up was Vic Tafer had a tweet that said, Derek Carr's head just exploded. And I went, oh, my God, it can't be. It can't be. And I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, my God. So then I had to call Fabian on the phone and scream at him. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so, um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> As are a lot of people. I'm, I'm reading Damian Lillard. Lillard. I'm not going to say yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, Tim Brown and Charles Woodson are, are you know, they're tweeting. Um, anyway, I got a couple of things. I was going to call you anyway about Chandler Jones because earlier, you know, we were, I heard him on uh, when he did his presser and then I heard him on Q's show and it almost made me emotional hearing about how happy he was to come here and play with Max. And then, and then we hear all about his relationship with the coaches and how he's known these guys for a long time and how, he, you know, he was a rookie with, with him. And I, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is a guy who really, really wants to be here. And now we know why he wants to be here. So we love having him. We're really excited. But now we, we feel like he's going to stay. He may stay for a few years. This is awesome. And so I was all excited about that. And then... And then we get this news, and I'm just like, oh, my God. But I wanted to, I wanted to say one thing, you know, because I, I love to be the, um, the voice of caution just because, I mean, we got plenty of months to worry about it. But, you know, they haven't played together for eight years. So I know both Derek and Devontae have changed a little bit. So it's going to take them, you know, it's going to take them a little while to get going. But I know the parks in Vegas are going to be lit looking for these guys practicing. <laughs> it's going to be like, you know, the secret, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the secret. Oh, I know where they practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I can't you know? tell. I cannot tell. No, no, don't tell. Don't tell because <laughs> I know everybody, even before training camp, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, where are they practicing? Who knows? Who, who can we pay off? Right? So, <laughs> I am anyway, not for I'm, sale, by the way. I am not oh, for I sale. Know. I know. I'm really excited, and thank you so much. And um, I will talk to you again soon. And- All right. Yeah, it's going to be It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's definitely going to be fun uh, over at the Rockstar Bar and Grill. And Just Win Wendy is one of our great uh, listeners and supporters, and it's always you know fun to uh, to talk uh, about the Raiders and 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 everything else uh, in the NFL w- with her. She really knows her stuff, and she's a longtime hardcore uh, Raiders fan, and just a pleasure uh, to be able to uh, to call a friend. To be honest with you, um, so uh, a lot of fun getting to know a lot of you, our readers, our listeners. Um, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I have a feeling next year is going to be pretty special. Uh, Robert is in Fresno. Robert in Fresno, the man of the hour. The town of the hour Vinny. i i i can't even stay still man my heart like george lopez says i got a pain in my chest and i can't breathe <laughs> oh my dude i cannot but i've been calling this for a very long time the signs were there Vinny. if you really think about it 
Derek Carr, you know, he hasn't really signed no extension, no contract talk. That's coming. Uh, we didn't go after big-name receivers. Everybody, this is a rebuild. This is a rebuild. Then they signed Chandler Jones. Like, you wouldn't – that's not a rebuild. We all knew that. But when Tay said, you know, I'm not going to, you know, play on the franchise tag, that, that those are signs, man. And Derek Carr – and then you look at Darren, and every time, you know, there would be something big, he'd just laugh and make comments on Twitter – like today when they said the Baker Mayfield thing, he just laughed. So you kind of just knew something was brewing, and then this happened. Like, dude, as a Fresno State Bulldogs fan and as a big Raider fan, bro, I don't know whether to say let's go dogs or who let the dogs out or Raiders, man. This is <laughs> unbelievable, bro. And, and, like, man, like I know the, you know the Twitter world said all this crap, bro, and I just I had to bite my tongue. And now I just want to tell them how do you like this new rebuild? Yeah, there's there's no rebuild. There's there's no rebuild uh, going on. They're they're adding a new um, uh, what kind of what's the best kind of pool out there? They're adding like a whole other uh, um, new house to the house is what they're doing. It's not a rebuild. It's a remodel. Let's just say with some really nice, expensive new uh, toys and rooms and cars and whatnot. And I gotta say this um, about the Green Bay Packers. I have a lot of respect for the Packers, some newfound respect when I think about it right now because, and this is why I kept warning people, no, uh, that ship has sailed. It's not going to happen because the Packers had full control. Not only could they have forced him to play under the franchise tag this year if he didn't want to sign a long-term deal. He could have set out. But also, no, he could have. But what I'm saying is this. They had him under control for the next two years if it got to that. They could have franchise tagged him this year and then franchise tagged him next year, all right, and just said, and call his bluff. And a lot of times players, you know, when it, when it gets down to that kind of money, I mean, that's it's like lifelong money. They don't want to sacrifice that, so sometimes they come back. And, and what I'm saying is they could have done that, and teams have absolutely done that. But Devontae Adams said to the Green Bay Packers, look, I, I, I really want to be someplace else. And I, I don't want to be here long term. It's not a hard feeling thing. It's just somewhere where my heart wants to be someplace else. And the Green Bay Packers, with all the control, with so much of the control that I didn't think this was ever going to happen after they signed him to the franchise tag, said, you know what? Okay, uh, we're going we're gonna to make your wish come true. They traded him to the team that he wanted to play for. And they probably took a little bit less than... They could have gotten for him. Devontae Adams is a really good football player, a first this year and a second next year. And I say all that to say this. That's going to resonate with players. Players understand good organizations and organizations that say, you know what? You've been a good warrior here. You've been a friend. You're a family member. We're going to do right by you. Not everybody does that. And the Green Bay Packers just literally did Devontae Adams uh, a, a solid right there by by letting him go and not playing hardball, which they could have, and some organizations do that. Uh, back out to the Raider Nation listener line, Cam in Australia. How you doing, Cam? I'm good, thanks. Vinny, how are you, mate? Doing good, thank you. That's great, mate. This is the greatest day ever. <laughs> I've been a Raiders fan since 1979 on my first trip to America. Got to see him play. Got to meet Kenny Stabler. Just the most amazing day of my life. This is as equal as that. I've not cried in a long time. I had a little tear in the eye when I heard you say he'd signed with us. What a legend. And Chandler Jones, mate, we're back, baby. We are back. 
who needs the Coliseum? We've got a legion. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, I heard the emotion in the voice, Cam. If you got to cry, go for it, man. These are happy tears. Uh, go enjoy yourself. Do it responsibly. But it's definitely, if you're Raider Nation, a day for celebration. And really, a last 25, 6, 7 hours or so, Let's not forget who they got on defense. Chandler Jones is a game changer on that side of the ball. Devontae Adams is a game changer on the other side of the ball offense. You've got Darren Waller, who's a game changer on his side of the ball as well. you got a good, capable, really good quarterback in Derek Carr. All the pieces are there. I mean, Hunter Renfro, Brian Adams. This is going to free up Brian Adams to be a uh, a nice role player, a uh, wide receiver for the, for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, the guys that they're bringing into the running back room, which includes – uh, Abdullah from uh, Minnesota Vikings, Detroit Lions, been around the uh, University of Nebraska. Yeah, he's been around. He's been around for a while, but I don't know, like, how many running backs can this team actually keep? Uh, yeah, it's there's going to be a lot of competition in that room. So, not sure who, where, how that all plays out. But I remember Dave Ziegler in Indianapolis talking about depth and competition, and let it all kind of sort out. And plus, we've seen so many times it's a battle of attrition in the NFL. So just stockpile as many good players as you possibly can. Uh, it really is. It's, it's very right now. I have to say, I know Raider Nation, you hate me talking about this, but I said it in a good way. I'm saying this in a good way. It's what the Rams did when they got to Los Angeles. They acted like a big league team and made moves, made bold moves. You want to trade away a first-round pick to go get a Jalen Ramsey or a player like that, a, a, you know Matthew Stafford, you do it. You pull the trigger. You be bold, and you be creative, and you act like a winner, like somebody who belongs. And the Raiders are doing that. They're acting like a championship organization right now. And I know that a lot of it is where they are in Las Vegas, the building that's able to um, really secure their future and supply them with the finances that, that you don't have when you don't have a stadium like that. And they're acting the part. And it's true to Mark Davis's word. I give him a lot of credit. It's true to his word. He's doing exactly what uh, he said that he was going to do. And uh, you got to, you got to respect that. We're going to go out to the Raider Nation. Oh, uh, taking a break, a real quick break. Uh, when we get back, we've got more calls to get to. Can't wait to talk to uh, Guareb and uh, and Jose in L.A. You guys are up next. Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a spectacular Thursday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. What a day for the Raiders. I mean, just like an hour or so after talking to Chandler Jones. And by the way, how impressive was Chandler Jones today in how he eloquently talked about you know, his his past history with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and uh, Patrick Graham and wanting to be with the Raiders and always kind of admiring the Raiders from afar and how he broke things down is the love that he has for Max Crosby and admiration that he has for Max Crosby. Just a very impressive dude. Uh, and everybody, really, honestly, uh, that we talked to today um, had something, you know, going on in that regard. You know, the, the talent obviously speaks for itself, uh, but just their maturity and professionalism, I always look out for that because I think it's super, super important. Uh, not even an hour or so after, you know, a couple hours after after talking to Chandler Jones, bang, Devontae Adams on his way to Las Vegas. It's just been a uh, a, a very good day for, Ra- for for the Raiders and obviously for their fans. And I'm, I'm genuinely happy for you guys. I truly, truly am. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line, Guareb, who 
if I remember correctly, Guara was talking about why aren't we going after the quarterbacks? Why aren't we da 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 da? How you feeling today, Guarab? Hello, One more time, Guarab. Hey, what's up? What's going on, Vinny? <laughs> I'm good. I, I'm good. How are you? Do you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Listen, I know I'm always coming off as a Debbie Downer and all that crap, but I'm exhilarated today. Uh, today I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Day. Today is a great day. It's finally, they finally get their act together and do something intelligent for once. That, um, that to me, is like, wow. It is a mind-blower. Definitely is a mind-blower. You know, I, I was just wondering... Um, I was saying to myself, like, if this doesn't work, then nothing will. <laughs> this is, this is, the, I mean, this is about where it ends, begins and ends right here. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, what, where's our salary cap at now? And do, do you know where it's about right now? Choir was getting greedy already. I could tell. Which uh, no, 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 just, no, I'm just messing no, with. No, no, totally no. just messing with. I'm not. I'm not, even, I'm not worried. I'm not. Not looking at it like that. I'm just wondering. Like, no, 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 no. I, I was completely having fun with you. Um, you know, it's really hard right now, and uh, I, I reach out to uh, to the to the cap experts that I kind of defer to, and even they're saying there's just so many moving parts right now, and without having a full um, being able to just eyeball exactly what these contracts look like. It's hard to tell. Um, and here's the thing. Like, you look at Devontae Adams. He was on the franchise tag, right? Um, so that, that's like one lump. You can't, you can't mess around with that. Like, you, you, the Packers, um, when, when, when they play under a salary cap, that's what it counts against your cap, that exact figure. But coming to the Raiders now and renegotiating his contract, I would imagine, I'm just guessing, but I would imagine there's a big signing bonus up front. That takes uh, the salary down uh, for this year, so it's a they mitigate the hit on this year's salary cap. But to be honest with you, I don't know. There's so many moving parts right now that it's hard to tell. But whatever it is, it's enough for them to take care of uh, some huge needs in a massive way, uh, in a way that's really shook up social media, the NFL. Everybody's talking about this right now uh, because it's it's really, honestly, a game changer for the Raiders. It takes them to a new height. Uh, thanks for the call, Guara. Uh, back to the listener line, Jose in L.A. How you doing, my friend? Yo, what's up, Vinny? It's been a long time since I've called, um, but, man, I'm freaking excited. I had to just call. I feel like, uh, I don't know if DeMond can do this, but if you can throw on No Vaseline by Ice Cube, that's like the Raider Nation move, move right now, man. But um, <laughs> I think... Um, my, my next question is, is like, um, I think the last piece of the puzzle that, that Raiders got to do is solidify their O-line. And, yeah. You know, um, shout out to my brothers uh, from the Northeast L.A. Raider Nation Sunday Funday crew as well. But uh, what do you think about um, the prospects for offensive line? It's funny. I, I, uh, I texted somebody earlier, um, shortly after all this happened, and it was I was like, what are they doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. I'll just, uh, uh, the offensive line, and it was... Just give it time. So it's it's obviously on their um, on their radar. They're going to fix the offensive line. They're going to make some moves on the offensive line. And I would imagine, you know, when 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 you're a team and you do things like this, it it opens the eyes of a lot of people, including good players. Like I said, good players are magnets. Talent is magnets. And I would imagine that they're going to be able to draw in somebody, uh, especially over at that right tackle position, that's going to give them immediate help. So uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily worry. Uh, about that the way things are going they're going to bring somebody in there because that's not going to be the reason that they're not good i can guarantee you that chris is on the raider nation listener line how you doing chris what's going on Vinny? 
Doing good, brother. So I'm walking out of the smoothie place over here on Eastern Warm Spring. And at first I was happy, but then I just poured my smoothie out. And I'm like, you know what? What is this going to cost? What's going to happen? And then one thing that I look out, look at that is a glaring weakness is the running back position. Josh Jacobs is not the same guy he was two, three years ago. So they need an upgraded running back. And I think that's something they should have addressed. But since they can't, it is going to open it up a little bit for him. And if you really want to impress me, Raiders, then go out and sign Julio Jones. He's, no, he's no, 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 no. Wait, let me say this. Let me no. finish it. He's got a little gas left in the tank. No, no. And no. he'll take a he'll take a veteran's minimum. You don't need him. You do not need Julio Jones right now. Uh, trust me when I say that. Um, all, all due respect to Julio Jones, wide receiver is pretty much set right now. Um, and Josh Jacobs. I'm expecting a big year from Josh Jacobs. I think the offensive line is going to get uh, cooking and get improved. Uh, have a lot of confidence in Dave Ziegler and Champ and uh, what they're doing already. I think the offensive line gets improved. That's going to help improve Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Uh, and I, no way does uh, Julio Jones uh, need to be in a Raider uniform. They're good right now at wide receiver. Chris, or excuse me, Big Jose uh, is on the line. How you doing, Big Jose? How you doing, Vinny? I'm My good. brother, I'm so excited. I'm go- I can't wait for uh, the season to start. It's just like I hear Chris Berman say, the Raiders, <laughs> he could go all the way. Man, it's so exciting. I haven't been this excited since like, I found out that we were going to get Antonio Brown, but then I found out that he was the, the conductor of the crazy train, so <laughs> that kind of went away pretty quick. But, yeah, this is. I mean, this has got to give us like a lot of uh, – Yesterday, the caller was talking about not getting any love on a national level. I think this uh, significantly changes our odds and our, how people view us as Super Bowl contenders. I mean, I think we're, we're there. At that, we're in that conversation now, for sure. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about it. This is a Super Bowl contending team right here. Uh, I'm not saying that the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl, but they you could talk about the Raiders right now as we sit on March 17th as Super Bowl contenders. The offense is going to score enough points, and I think the defense is on its way. Uh, this is a good-looking football team right now. Uh, we're going to go back out to the Raider Nation listen line. David is in the Bay. How you doing, David? I'm good, Vinny. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Just a couple things. Um uh... A couple weeks ago, my buddy had sent me a text uh, that Devontae had bought in a house in Vegas. Yep. And at that time, that's when uh, Rodgers was kind of in limbo. And then when he re-upped, I was like, well, that's that's pretty much done. Same here. And, um, uh, but when this news broke just about an hour ago, I was just like, down in the line at Safeway, like, are you kidding me right now? But uh, happy for Derek Carr, um, all the Raider Nation. Um, but my thing is uh, offensive line. I'm hoping uh, either uh, Armstead or uh, hopefully maybe Collins or I don't know. I know you guys kind of touched up on that right now. Um, and also the Honey Badger. I wouldn't mind having him in the in the secondary helping uh, um, Trevon. So just want to see your thoughts on that. I mean, uh, yeah, those are those are those are names I think would definitely help. Um, but uh, the salary cap at some point is going to come into play. You can't go get everybody, and those are some high price guys, Demond. All right, Raider Dave in Denver, close us out. Hey, guys, I think that uh, what we're seeing here is the possibility of Mariota maybe going to uh, Miami, and that would free up a little cap space. And I would imagine that sixth or seventh round, uh, McGannis would love to pick up a quarterback. But if they can get a, a second rounder for Mariota, then they'll have he's a free second agent. rounders. Yeah, maybe a- they can go ahead and play that up into trading up for a really, really good 
right tackle. But I think this is just a fantastic move. And I wouldn't doubt Carr just said, hey, don't worry about my money. Just get me Adams. Just get me Adams. We'll worry about my money later. Just get me Adams. Yeah, and uh, Marcus Mariota is a free agent, so no trade possible there. Uh, Derek Carr will be taken care of. I can assure you that uh, this thing is looking pretty darn good right now for the Raiders as we sit here on March 17th. want to say thanks to all of our callers. I feel your joy, your passion, your excitement. You deserve it. I uh, want to say thanks to Devon Cotton, our great producer. Uh, really appreciate you. We'll be back at it tomorrow, to our 4 to 6 p.m. over at the Treasure Island Hotel, by the way, uh, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. Uh, I'm sure something's going to happen before we get there, so can't wait to talk about it tomorrow. Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. in the huddle in Bajador Tequila.